Episode 8, No Hipsters Pod. It's your boy, Ron Say, the founder of NoHipstersAllowed.com. This week, our co-host is a friend, an author, a designer, and a director, Doreen Caven. Doreen, say what's up to the people. What up? I'm so happy to be here. Tell Thanks us, for inviting me. Of course, of course. <laughs> uh, you know, long overdue. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, as you said, <laughs> I'm... Uh, I'm Doreen, and I am a writer. I'm a budding filmmaker. I'm actually currently in film school. Uh, and I am also a co-founder of a space called The Girls Like Me. It's, it's basically like a, a women's community, a safe space for uh, women and non-binary people uh, who basically navigate their own worlds and do it, you know, in their own paths. So... I uh, basically just create a space for people to be themselves, be free, and you know express themselves how they how they how they feel. Because I think it's really important for women to have spaces like that, you know, where they never are uncomfortable or feel judged. And yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Basically, you're doing the Lord's work. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> this week we were blessed with two, um, dare I say, iconic remixes. We got yeah. uh, the remix to Megan the Sound Savage featuring none other than Beyonce, which um, I know that you are a Beyonce <laughs> enthusiast. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. And so the internet went crazy for that one. What did you think about it? I mean, I thought it was amazing. I mean, what I thought about it was that, you know, I mean, I kind of, we kind of had an idea it was coming. Yeah, Someone of course. Of- yeah, which I think they shouldn't have done. They should have just let it just drop on the internet without anybody even having any idea. But anyway, yeah. when it dropped, it was great because you know Beyonce is a great rapper. That's she a, is. a thing that we don't really like, you know, address a lot. But I think I mean most of us say it like you know jokingly, but for real, she really has a really her flow is great. She really has her own style. She does. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't doubt that she wrote part of the rap, but uh, uh, yeah. I, I believe the dream wrote. Most, if not half yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. he wrote it. Like. Oh, oh, no, he, he confirmed it on his Instagram page. Yeah. Which, I mean, so yeah, I don't mind that he he does that, but, like, I just feel like it feels, like, almost haterish to, like, always do that every time she drops something. Like, oh, I wrote this. I wrote, like, you know. I mean, but he, he wants to get, do you, do you even, do you blame the I, I I can't. I, I mean, he's getting his credit, but, like. He's getting his credit. Just, just. You know, <laughs> Can we? Can I say that? Like, there's a there's one thing that, like, you know, if I'm segueing a little bit away from the topic. But oh, go ahead, like, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, uh, you know, Beyonce gets a lot of like heat for not letting people know who wrote her stuff, but that doesn't seem to be the case because everybody's always ready to say that they wrote it without any kind of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. if there was any heat. It was die hard to claim that they wrote it. They won't be so free to say it. You know right, right, right. So, I think I think yeah. there was a time where like she there were just so many songs where like there'll be controversy about who wrote it, and so it kind of stuck. Yeah, you know, I'm, that was also under Matthew Knows, you know, as a super stan. I, okay. I know exactly. <laughs> of course, let happened. us know. Let us know. This was this was when she was under Matthew Knows management. There were things that you know he wanted done in a certain way and those things kind of changed immediately when she had she was in control when she became her own manager gotcha. when she was able to be more transparent but anyway back to the remix back to the remix <laughs> back to remix. did an amazing job mostly amazing. because they changed the entire song they did is, yeah which i think it's i i don't like remixes that sound like the same song i mean same. some of the best remixes 
are the ones like you know I, I need a I need a girl where they're like just two right, different exactly songs. exactly yeah we love remixes that you know you can bump to the first one and bump to the second one it's two different songs don't just right. change the lyrics right give, give me a new yeah. experience please yeah yeah give me new lyrics give me new everything you know, everything and I think just the ad libs were in all the right places I'm, I'm and you know yeah. just it was it was just really really good song and um, I'm, I'm happy for Megan Stallion you know actually she's kind of a slow burn for me I'm not really into her music quite yet but but i like her as a person and so yeah i'm happy to be able to right right so i'm happy to be able to finally like really enjoy a song that she's a part of and um in addition to the savage remix we got a remix for say so by doja cat featuring Nicki minaj yeah did you hear that one i did i just i just i just heard it recently i mean it came out Um, last night right oh yeah yeah like uh, like 36 hours ago what do you think of that one I thought it was okay. You know, I, I think that um, I feel like it coming so soon after one that we were really excited about kind of, it yeah. kind of was, was a little bit, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was, it, I wasn't so excited about it because I guess I wanted more from it maybe, but it was just, it just seemed like, okay, okay to listen to. I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough to like release something a day after Beyonce. It, it's you know, it's it's, it's you're never going to get the same amount of reaction. Exactly. But I thought this it was also another good one where they did change it enough, and okay. it sounds like Nicki's actually becoming a better singer, which you know, kudos to her. So it wasn't bad. They're very very talented women. They're very oh, yeah. very talented. Women. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. But you know, for the longest time, every time Nicki would sing, it would be like, "All right, can you please not?" <laughs> but, uh, but you know, for the first time, I, I, she's really really starting to sound like a singer so that was a good one what do you think about crowd reception to it though do you think people are feeling it or uh i I think i think it's it's generally positive so people already loved uh say so which say so is is in the top 10 so that that's a it was a hit on its own uh and actually technically a bigger hit than savage and so um, people love the song. And plus, she gave people something to talk about as far as, like, digs at enemies or possible enemies. Uh, so the the song closes with a line about, you know, someone having fillers in their face and losing her man. And everyone thinks it's Wendy Williams, but she, she claims it's not Wendy. So no one really knows. So that's the kind of thing that gets the people talking. So, I mean, True. beyond besides all of that, it's just it's a it's a good song. So. I I'm guess not. it was a, it was a good week for for women. It, oh yeah, yeah, good, good week for women. Good week for, for remixes. Good week for for music. So. For music, right? Yeah, and then yeah. and then Drake dropped as well. He, he did. I haven't I haven't listened to any of it though. But I'm Drake hearing can, good things. Yeah, he can't stay out of women's business. I mean, hey. It's the week for women. Drake was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna drop too." <laughs> right, right, right. But I mean, I'm hearing good things though. So you know. When I get, you know, a, a good hour to dedicate to the mixtape, I will. Let's talk about Oprah Winfrey. Right. Um, so this week, an old interview with Dennis Rodman resurfaced. So, so first of all, you know, Dennis Rodman has been in the news because of the, the Last Dance documentary. And he ended up being the, the uh, I guess, second uh, main attraction after Michael Jordan, who the documentary yeah. is about. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there, there was a lot of conversation about who he did in the past. And so... As all that happens, a new clip, uh, or rather an old clip resurfaces uh, with him on the Oprah Winfrey show, and she's just really digging really, really hard about his sexuality. But you are not gay. You're saying to me you are not gay. Oh, no, and if you were gay, I believe you would tell me. I think so. I think so. <laughs> so, are you bisexual? And 
you know, today that would be outrageous, but, you know, given the time, this was like the mid nineties, uh, I'm sure that wasn't as offensive. So people are basically dragging over about this. And, and while I don't, I don't agree with what she did. I just feel like for a lot of those people, it's kind of just convenient. I think that, I think it's become kind of trendy to just not like Oprah and to find whatever reason to, to dislike her for. And I, I think it stems from just a mixture of things. I think, some hip hop fans feel like she's shunned that genre. And of course now you have, you know, in the last few years she's, she's made uh, or attempted to a variety of documentaries about uh, black men who've been accused of sexual misconduct. So but just all those things come together to people feeling like, you know, she's trying to bring the quote unquote, bring the black man down, which I don't think is accurate. And so we yeah. just have all these weird it's it's just misplaced rage, I think. But I, I was wondering if you saw any of it, and if so, what do you think about that? Right, I I think that you know uh, I feel like a lot of people look at Oprah and just kind of have this. I guess we have to also, you know, factor in the, that a lot of people who are outraged about how how the interviews from the from from a, something like the nineties are very young people. So they right. don't understand how things were back in the 90s. First of yeah. all, Oprah was one of the first talk show hosts of her stature to champion LGBTQ guests on her show. Like, right. there was a lot of, uh, she got a lot of heat um, for even interviewing, like, Ellen DeGeneres on her show. So, right. like, you know, it, it's a thing that she was known for doing, you know. So her having Dennis Rodman on her show, and I watched the clip, and I understand that she was probing extra hard. But like I said, a lot of people look at Oprah and see her as this, like, magical... Uh, man, Negro. Man figure <laughs> right, who's supposed right. to be, like, warm and, you know, smells like apple pie and shit like that. But Oprah was never that person. She was a vicious interviewer. She was controversial. She was hard-hitting. She was very probing. And she wanted exclusives, okay? So right. she wanted to get this guy to basically, you know, give a clear, clear description of his sexuality. And right. at the time, we didn't have a lot of the language we have today, you know, yeah. understanding fluidity and to understand, like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like we have And also, more... Dennis, Dennis Rama was kind of like almost the, ma- the singular figure, like doing what he was doing at the time as, you know, being a man who was, uh, I guess, as, as far as we knew, was straight, but was also wearing what people would consider to yeah. be, you know, feminine clothes. Like today we now have, you know, we have Young Thug, Lil Uzi Vert, a variety of people who identify as straight, but, you know, are wearing clothes that, people wouldn't expect men to wear right and so in for his time that was different and so that's why the interest was there and really what oprah was saying and her questions kind of are really uh mild in comparison to what other people in the media were saying about dennis at the time like i vividly remember him being referred to as a freak in printed magazines and so that's i feel like that we're not really you know, adding enough context here, not to excuse Oprah, but I, I think we need to think about the time that this happened and just how people thought of Dennis Rodman and how people spoke about people like Dennis Rodman. So what was the part in particular? Because I, I mean, I watched some of the clip. I watched when she was probing, but what's the part in particular do you, that people are in uproar about? Just no, she just gets no, but she's no, they're mad she that she, she goes, yeah, she goes, all right, but are you? But are you like, even after when he gives vague answers, which yeah. I feel like he was inviting additional questioning by just not 
saying yes or no, right? And not that he needed to say yes or no, but like yeah. if, if someone is asking you a yes or no question and you and you're not answering yes or no, the interview of Oprah's style will just keep coming back, and so she exactly. just keeps going and going. Right, right. So it's to be expected that she was going to probe that question. They want they want her to be woke enough to be sensitive to his, to the questioning. But I I bet you that before he came on the Oprah show, he was aware that he was going to be probed. That was a thing that everyone right. knew. That I mean, no, no, just to give you context, he had just, I, I, I believe he had just written a book, and in the book he had made reference to his sexuality. In this book, you say that maybe in your mind you are. Yeah. And what does yeah. that mean? I can float with the idea. You can float with the idea. I can float with it, float with it, however you want to look at it. I can do anything I want uh-huh. up here. It don't mean I'm going to go out and act and do it. I uh-huh. think a lot, of, a, lot of people, a lot of people can say to you, a lot of people say, well, I can never be with a man. You know, a lot of guys will say, I can never be with a man. Yeah. How can you say to you? You, you thought about it. Or you just say, you I cannot. Do you think all men have thought about it? Of course. Of course. So this wasn't like Oprah coming out of nowhere with the question. I, I think, obviously, it's an uncomfortable watch for us today. Definitely. Sure. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. And, I'm, and I'll, I bet you that Oprah wouldn't conduct an interview in that style today. No, yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. You know, and, and there is that, the, the, the realization that we've all come a long way. Every single one of us. I've definitely. come a long way. Same. Same. You know, so, I, I mean, I would be very hella embarrassed, you know, to... <laughs> to to discover any like of my views from you know my the past when I like I was more religious and you know had you know ideas that were in line with what I thought was you know, the right thing the yeah. right thing so like I I, I I don't even think Oprah was even there in that she was not in that mindset she was just less less politically correct in, right. in, in addressing you know, some you know, in this situation, so just too upfront and too direct, which is so, yeah. very uncomfortable. Yeah, but I guess I mean we just have to remember but still that it's it's still very convenient for a lot of people who just don't like Oprah anyway. Yeah. Um fifty cent is one of the biggest like Oprah haters out there. And um after the would be Russell Simmons documentary, like he was one of the big uh detractors and first of all since that happened, I, I don't quote me, but I believe Russell Simmons may or may not have like moved to another country. And so I'm not saying that that means that he's guilty, but like, it, 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 I mean, okay, I, 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 have, I have my own thoughts on that. Oh, you do? Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, first of all, Russell Simmons is hella guilty. Oh, he's okay. not even maybe a little bit guilty. Russell Simmons is hella guilty. Russell Simmons left his family, closed up shop, and went to a country that is extradition free. Like he ran away from. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you, oh, so you, oh, so we both read so the same. It's the same. No, news. this is not even. A, is it not even read? This is what he did. <laughs> oh. You know what I'm saying? Who 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 runs away from from charges that he he earned? Number two, before any of this news came out. Like, I've been in the fashion industry for many years. Mm-hmm. The one thing everybody knew was that Russell Simmons was a fucking... Sorry. Can you curse on this oh, show? Oh, of course. We, we, <laughs> we, we, we welcome it. We welcome it. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, one thing everybody knew was that Russell Simmons was, like, shady. Like, I had headed from, like, a bunch of models. Like, it wasn't anything, like, secretive. One gotcha. thing everyone was like, oh, he groped people. There's a girl I know that he just fortunately kissed. You know, just randomly, like this guy was a problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everybody just thought he was a creep. So when the story came out, 
there was no surprise on my part, no surprise on the part of many people. Yeah. You know, so hence the reason why this guy took his ass all the way to Bali. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's so crazy that he's not able to, to you know, face to, his charges. These charges. So Oprah just took herself off that documentary because she didn't want all the smoke that was coming her way because based on the Michael Jackson situation. Right. And as you know, she actually had to address it that I'm not even afraid of Russell Simmons. I just decided just so that this 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 documentary won't have a lot of like, you know, because of I ha- I have I'm such a big name. If right. I'm attached to it, a lot of people are going to, you know, try to hate it and right. without giving it a chance. And these women deserve to have their voices heard. You right. Know what I'm yeah. Actually, I, I, and what she said is that one of the people, one of the witnesses, changed her story, and so she no longer felt like she could attach her name to it. I had gone to the to the filmmakers yeah. and I had said to them, uh, Houston, I think we have a problem here because new information had come forward the very first time this was announced, yeah. and I said. I think we need to pull out of Sundance. And if we can't pull out of Sundance, I'm going to have to take my name off. I don't want to have to take my name off because it's going to be a big hullabaloo. But you said pull out of Sundance so we can get it right. Yeah, pull out of Sundance because I don't care about awards. I don't care. I just care about getting it right. And I think there's some inconsistencies in the stories that we need to look at. And especially after what happened with the Michael Jackson doc where they had to like strip it from like her social media and pull it from HBO's lineup. I think she was like worried about getting to another situation like that. The fact of the matter is that even if like, if there are 30 accusers and one of them lies, that doesn't mean the rest of them are lying. But I think for her brand and just for the integrity of of her her brand, she, she kind of needs to not be, entangled with anyone who's caught lying. And so I think that's why she, she withdrew from the documentary. I think the Oprah hatred makes no sense, and hopefully people grow out of it. Um, no, they're not going to grow out of it. it I mean, it, it's, it's, a very, uh, it's a very basic hatred. It's, it's, a, it's a, if a black woman doesn't mew, or if a woman in general doesn't mew for men or whatever, yeah. like, people usually hate the person. Yeah, like, that's that, fair. That, that goes, Hand in hand, it wasn't. It's never not going to happen, right? I, 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 I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. But, but do, do you ever wonder though um, about why she has focused on like the accused people who are black, essentially? Yes, I, I understand exactly why. Right? Do you know why? I get. I think that she thinks that because but this is my theory that she thinks that if a white woman were to do it, that it would be instantly derailed with accusations of racism, and so she feels like a black person has to be the one. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. She has to support her own community. She's 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 Oprah. It only a lot of as you can see from even the the the, the um, trailer for the documentary in Russell Simmons, the women are like, I don't want to be the target of the culture, but Oprah is above anybody's hatred. Right. Everybody can hate Oprah. Guess what's gonna happen? Oprah is still fine. Nobody's coming for her cash. Nobody's coming for. She owns her own network. Right. She's completely protected. You know, so she actually is standing in front of the firing squad, right? In order to tell the stories of of real situations that are happening in the black community, are we going to pretend that they are these men are not acting inappropriately? Are we going to pretend that hip hop industry has not had tons and tons of black women victims and black male victims too? Do you know that there are stories for days happening? You know, and like if this woman is deciding to like throw herself in front of it for the sake of, you know, 
getting get this women's stories heard I, or, or this boy stories heard in the case of Michael Jackson. Right. Like, I, you know, I, I don't see what's wrong with that. I think that is important because this is why, um, honestly, like if you look at the statistics of, of, of sexual assault and rape in the black community, it's, it's tremendously high right. because we're all scared of being the person that puts a black man in jail. Right. We don't want to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? We are raised to, we're raised to try and protect as black women, we're raised to try and protect black males. We're raised to see black males as, um, you know, basically black males represent blackness, you know, protect black men, protect black men. And that protects blackness. No, the truth is that black women are not being protected at all. They are being left to, to, to be, to be, um, sexually assaulted without any consequences happening. You know, they are learning that nobody cares about them enough to care. I mean, hell, like hella black girls disappear every day. Yeah. And a lot of the faces that are trafficking black women are black men as well. So it's, it, it, it's like somebody has to do something. And it, people get very uncomfortable when black women start pointing their fingers at black men. Right. So are we going to expect Reese Witherspoon to start talking about Russell Simmons? She has her own people in her community to worry about. Right, right. So who's going to speak about? Who else is going to do it? Nobody. Somebody has to do it. Jim Hampton had to s- stand up and do the one, the documentary on, on, R. on, Kelly. on, on yeah. R. Kelly. Yeah. You know, it wasn't coming, it wasn't coming from 50 Cent. It wasn't coming from Jay-Z who, and, and I bet you all these guys, these powerful men all know exactly what these dudes are up to. They know. You know, and you know why they're all quiet? Because they are afraid people will look into their own past. So these women have to actually sit down and do this thing themselves, knowing very well that they're going to become the target of the black community, but they do it anyway. Right. So I just think it's very disappointing. It is. It is. That people are, are like, you know, targeting these women for using their voices. Uh, they are more upset with these women for speaking about the, the, the issues that this, this, these guys are. Like, these guys are the ones doing the crimes. And people keep on saying that these women are the ones spoiling their legacies. These guys are spoiling their own legacies right. based on the crimes that they did. Right. They could have had easy lives. They could have been celebrated their entire careers. But because of they need to be these monsters, you know, they're, they're the ones that are foiling their own, their, own, their own future stories. They're the ones that are going to get like Bill Cosby, there was just really no point. Oh yeah, that that I mean, listen, that legacy was over. He's really, so tired. It, it, it was over before it started because really all his initial um, alleged incidents uh, happened before the Cosby Show. So <laughs> let's just if, if if we're if we're you know taking things chronologically, then that legacy just never happened because he <laughs> he was already trash. But let's wow. let's move to Oprah's bestie, right? Do you remember the? interview with lisa leslie and just how vicious the backlash was the backlash was ridiculous it didn't even make any sense so do you think that there's any there should be any and and you've just of course explained yourself about you know legacy and all that but given that kobe had just died do you think that some of the anger was justified because as much as i feel like yeah like you know if something's part of your legacy people can't ask and and the more i read about the details of the kobe incident i i do think that there's something there however people i guess at the time felt like like you know emotions were just so raw and it was just barely weeks after he had passed away and that she was asking these questions to his best friend do you feel like any of that made any uh, you know any of the anger was justified I feel like the anger is just pure emotion. It has nothing to do with the job 
of of a journalist or a, an interview host. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that there's, I, I feel like if you conduct your life in a certain way, you wouldn't ever be in a position where you're discussed like that in your, while well, after you're, you're dead. Okay. She, nobody owes anybody anything. She doesn't owe anybody anything. Like she literally, and, 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 and I watched the explanation video that Gail released later. She basically had, you know, cause she, she explained that the video was taken out of context. I mean, because it, there was a whole it, point. yeah, it wasn't, I don't think it was, yeah. but it's unfortunate that she even needed to like lie that it was taken. Explain. <laughs> No, but by taking out of context, meaning that they didn't post the response, the response that the Celestia did. Right, right. So she she had a response where she asked this question and she probed so that Lisa Leslie could say her response, which was complete, which was her saying, "Yo, even if these things happen, this is not the time to focus on that." Blah 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 blah. And she's like, "Okay," and then they move on to the next topic. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's all part of there's there's the context of that, but looking at her just probing and then. A, a short piece of the Celestia's answer is not telling the entire story of how the flow of the interview was. Right. And it made it seem like I think there was no conversation before or conversation after. There was a an entire conversation. It just happened to be a piece of that conversation. Right. I guess you know I guess I maybe I'm, because maybe I'm, I'm more versed in these things. I, I figured that there was more to the conversation, and so her explanation didn't change anything for me. Uh, but I, I just you know I still. Part of me. You feel like she she owes it to who? I, 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 <laughs> that's uh, the, yeah. okay. So do you understand what I'm saying? Like you, you you people are not understanding because I don't think a lot of people sat down to read the, what Kobe did to that girl. Oh no, it, it's it's, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, and, and, and exactly. And you know what happened to the girl after that? She lost her job. She couldn't even work in her town. She had to move from wherever she was to somewhere else because she was being doxxed by Kobe Bryant's fans. They hated her so much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This girl till today has to watch everybody be calling this person a king. Somebody that ruined her life. This is a, a 17, 18 year old girl that had to leave the town she lived in to move somewhere else in order to survive. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. And it and 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 great. We love Kobe. Right. I love Kobe. I cried my eyes out after he passed. He was an amazing father. He had a beautiful family. He was an, a very talented guy, but he still raped. A, a, a teenager okay he still raped a teenager so at the end of the day for that which he did even admit to by releasing an apology which was how they settled mm-hmm. she just said all i want is for you to be able to admit it and and he admitted it and i'm sorry that you know i thought it was consensual i guess it wasn't consensual mm-hmm. my bad on my part you know he literally admitted to doing this stuff right that all happened so oh, are you telling me that this smear on this guy stuff should not be brought up at all ever because he's a dad like what are you talking about doesn't even make any sense of course an interview host is going to ask about that because it's a glaring part of his of his his legacy legacy. yeah and they included that himself right right and then you had uh um you know Ari Lennox doing the absolute most this at the time um and calling uh Oprah and Gail oh, Oprah. Oprah and Gail, which I thought was so corny, but apparently the, the internet thought was funny. But it, it, you know, you have people like that because I mean, you're saying that that uh, Oprah and Gail are standing for black women, but there are black women who who come in, you know, with their big capes for people like Kobe Bryant, and um, 
And I think Ari Lennox has since <laughs> kind of paid for that whole incident because there's a backlash and she just, she's at this point is always, um, you know, just going on social media breaks every other week. Actually, she went on another one this week. You know, let's actually just change topics for a bit and <laughs> talk about, <laughs> let's talk about Ari Lennox <laughs> and just all the junk. I every time I read her, her social media posts, I just get the feeling that she is a draining person to be friends with. Like I really, my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who has to deal with her in real life. Uh, wow. She just, really, she seems like a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, it just, she, hard. I mean, I, I don't mean to be, but she just, even just reading her, her post sometimes I'm like, ouch, like this is, it's, it's a lot. Um, and um, I, I think she's a decent musician. I just, her personality is drained. Even like, and it goes back to like last year when she was whining about not winning the, the Soul Train Award over Lizzo and like went on the tweet storm about it. Like, I don't know. I don't know about that one. So for me, I, what I know about Ari, Ari Lennox is that she she has an Instagram live and she's she's funny on it. I don't. I'm, I haven't listened to her music. I don't. I don't feel compelled to based on her the personality she <laughs> shows me. Like I have that, no that's a, I feel like that's a bit of no confidence. I've never personally on her music ever, but I'm sure she's talented. She's a beautiful girl. But you know, my my the longest I've I've watched her um one of her tirades has been this Oprah and Gail situation, and it was very off putting. Right. But I, am I surprised that some some women are Voltrons of <laughs> powerful black men who do dumb shit who do dangerous harmful shit no i'm not surprised i think that's just part and parcel of 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 growing up in a patriarchal society where you feel like you know it's more important to get the approval of dudes than have your own self-respect or respect other women so like you know it's, it's there's nothing i'm not surprised by that and she seems like the kind of girl that you know would like to be down with the bros and stuff like that so i guess that's i guess yeah, what, what they call it pick me on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, pick me to a... I mean, you know the funny thing? I'm not a... I don't like using that Me too. Word. I think, I I think it's, my, it's so derogatory. I think it's kind of... Yeah, it's just cruel. Yeah. I don't... Nah. <laughs> it's just unnecessary. But, 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 but I feel like, yeah, to an extent, she definitely has the... She know, fits, she fits she, the profile. She, she kind of felt like, too, she was feeling the heat that everybody was going to be against this women. And she also... She must be young, too. She must be young, she, too. And, and that's you the know. sad thing is that Ari you know. Lennox is, like, 29. And that's just really the most... Oh, em- wow. It's the most embarrassing part of her... <laughs> I thought she was, like, 20. I thought so, too. But she's, like, 29. And so every time, I'm like, what the hell are you doing, ma'am? So um, it's just... I'm not really sure where her deal is. She's... I mean, she's... Yeah. She's a good enough artist where, like, she could probably get by without any of this extra shit. But I think... Maybe she feels she might get lost in the mix without her social media personality because she actually had a really long caption this week, you know, saying like, "Oh, I thought like, you know, I thought being on social media could help and da 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 da, but it's only hurt me and blah blah blah." So I'm taking a break, and I'm going to be. I can bet you like twenty bucks that she's going to be back next week doing the same shit because that's just how she is. She just is always creating a new drama for herself. And, um, yeah, I think that, uh, for, I don't know much about this girl, so I can't speak on anything about her, honestly, I haven't done any research, but like, I feel like 
you know, she seems, I feel like she's, she, she really enjoys the, the attention she gets, you know, she gets, she enjoys course, the attention. She's, she's an entertainer. She has to, I'm sure she does. Yeah. yeah. So she loves interacting with her people and being this, you know, funny character as well as being a talented musician. Of course, if you share too much with people, people are going to use that against you. That's just like, you know, that's the reason why I, Beyonce, hello. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Use your tricks, you know, make sure you keep some to yourself. Mm-hmm. If you give everything to everybody, they're going to turn on you eventually. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the thing about yeah. Ari is that she she could actually do all that and still be fine. It's just that she goes on, like, first of all, it's the Oprah ramp, but even, like, digging out, like, hateful tweets about herself when someone, like, uh, compared her to an animal. I mean... That person is. I, I I cared about that. I I went. I was mad. I was mad about that, that. But why do you have to like retweet it so now everyone knows that that was said about you? Like, and now you're now crying on, on Instagram Live about what some nameless, faceless person said about you. Like, what? The, like, how is this? You know, to your benefit. I, I feel like people have different personalities. Too. <laughs> I I do feel like not everyone is able to like brush off. The, the the celebrity like um the, the attacks i i feel like i feel like a lot of us even don't have any idea how difficult it is to be a celebrity how difficult it is to ignore like the untruths that are told and like everyone's opinion about you and just people are just cruel you know right. and i i guess you know a part of her must have connected a lot to what this guy was saying and you know like you triggered something in her, and I, I'm not surprised that she was emotional. Yeah, I mean, listen, she, I, I she's, she's human. I she should have, she, yeah, I think that she should have let it, like, obviously let it go. But that was, I think that that was a moment for her in that time when she retweeted it and talked about it that got a lot of people on her side. Like, I didn't know the girl until that thing happened. Oh, wow. Honestly, <laughs> when it happened, and when it happened, I paid attention to her a little bit, and I was like, okay, uh, you know, who's this girl? I mean, I think I might have even tweeted something in support of what she was saying, like, oh, you know. So when when the Oprah thing happened, I was like, oh, right, 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 okay. right. You know, no. that's she's just, you know, she's yeah, so, and listen, no one is all good or all bad, but yeah, she just. I mean, she will grow in the business. She will understand. I hope. I hope. But anyways, I'm I'm, I'm going to recommend uh, that you go listen to BMO. I think that's that's her best best song. So. Um, okay, yeah, okay. I think she's she seems talented. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm sure she has like that, like it's like a rusty kind of like Elvana type of voice type of situation. Ooh. Yeah, she's she's not bad. So okay, I will. I'll give her a cool. All right, from one woman who's been <laughs> accused of being a, a pick me to another, which is Erica Badu, <laughs> <laughs> and also <laughs> if you remember. <laughs> Erica Badu uh, did, said some apologist type shit about R. Kelly, but we're not even going to we're not going to dwell on that today because that's not what we're talking about. She's going to be part of the very first uh, all female battle for versus. Uh, she's going up against Jill Scott on the wow. ninth, um, and I think it should be. I think that's it's a good match. Um, I don't know if it's going to be the, very good. It's match. good match, but I don't know it's, it's not going to like you know be the same like as any of us we've seen so far because they're not necessarily uh, big hit makers. Like they don't have like the really really big radio hits. But I think for anyone who's a true R and B lover, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that both women are are are, are so full of vibes. Definitely. I think they're gonna they're gonna create a very vibey experience for us. Indeed, today. indeed. So yeah, so like one thing we're gonna get is is a is a is a good show. For sure. We're gonna get a good show. Yeah. You know, so I'm looking forward 
Yeah. I think that it's going to be good, you know? Like, as you said, yes, it's not going to be hypey. Like, like it's not gonna Yeah, be we're not going to get, like, like oh, that. some club bangers. Like, oh, like, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. No. We're going to get it. Just get your glass of wine, and if you're a smoker, you get your 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 weed, mm-hmm. and then you're just gonna chill and listen to that. Burn your sage. So I think it's gonna be a good night. <laughs> exactly. Burn, burn your incense. Tie up your little head tie. If you're a dude, wear your fedora to the side, like common in the mouth. <laughs> you know All right. So who do you think is gonna win? I think it's gonna be a blowout, Erica. But who do you think is gonna win? Uh, it could be Jill. It could be anyone. That's why this, I think this is a good matchup. Oh, yeah. It could be anyone. Okay. I, actually, I, I really... It could be anyone. Okay. But I know. I understand why you think Erica. Yeah. Erica has had a lot of features. Yeah. And you actually, she's, she's actually had, like, the really... If anyone's had big radio hits out, out of the two, it's actually been Erica. I mean, once she drops top, Exactly. I mean, there's also, like, on and on and love on my life. Like, you know, that's just... You're yeah, right. Just, I mean, I see your point. Yeah. I see your point. Should be, but Jill. Though. Yeah, Jill. Oh no, no, no disrespect to Jill. You know, I, I love me some Jilly from Philly, uh, and, and, <laughs> as, and as someone who lived in Philly, you know, in eight years, I you know have an affinity for. Her. Did you ever see Cosby? Because I know he's a Temple graduate. I did see Cosby on Temple's campus, and, and I never. And did. actually, after the I, after seeing him, I, I thought he was a big jerk because he. W- oh, yep. Yep. So we he was like in one of like the you know, student activity centers and he was just with like his assistant or maybe two of his assistants and just wearing a t-shirt and Crocs and we just saw him and ran to him and he just looked like, uh, leave me alone. And I mean, granted, you know, he's an old man, whatever, but yeah, I just didn't think he was really warm. So, so you didn't get the vibe. I did not get the, the warm vibes. Which is which is a red flag? I, I, I have to, I hate to say. I mean, these the celebrities are allowed to not be having a good day, or whatever. But but yeah, I've met celebrities that I don't want to talk to anybody, but they still have a right. Friend. So if you felt yeah, it I, I, it was it wasn't a, it wasn't a good it wasn't a good running. Winners and losers. Doreen winners as the guest co-host. I'll let you go first. Who are your winner and loser of the week? Uh... I'll say my winners of the week, obviously, Beyonce does never fail. So Beyonce and Megan okay. with their with their fire hit uh-huh. and with their um getting the key to the cities, they're they're getting like a day in Houston, right? right? Oh that. wow. So they're the winners and that women are winning this week for sure, as well. For I've gotta say for that. Sure. Because we also have the Doja and Nikki remix, which was hot as yes, well. For sure. So yeah. Losers of the week. The losers of the week are—that's uh, a hard one. I, I don't know. I don't really feel like anyone really lost this week. But I, if I have to—if I have to choose, I would say uh, people who take social media too seriously. Uh oh. Yeah. Anyone in particular? I would say no. Like I—I I, I can't call anyone in particular. So maybe I'll say Ari Lennox for <laughs> for putting too much of herself out there. <laughs> And then being shocked that she got 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 dragged for it. I mean, right, right. that's what that's what that's what happens, you know. So, hey. <laughs> okay. How about you? How about so you? my winner of the week, and I actually just I changed it in real time. I'll, I'll say my winner of the week is Felicia Butterfield, who has been appointed as the very first Chief Diversity Officer at the Recording Academy, and so hopefully we'll see some more wow. some more R and B winners in general categories. So that's a big, big deal. Um, you know, I, I see that the Academy is trying to right some wrongs uh, and hopefully they still run uh, Beyonce her much, much deserved 
album of the year while they still can beyonce a few many of so many people beyonce usher mariah they all deserve an album of the year so yeah that's my winner of the week and then um my loser of the week this was a tough one because i feel like there were so many 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 losers this week yeah we gotta do more than I, one then. You I, know what? I'm gonna take the liberty and just go through a couple winners. This, this you said so. First, there was there was Diddy, there was Diddy who was making like just some terribly irresponsible comments about the black vote. Just like Trump made it clear that he wanted to build the wall, Biden needs to make it clear that he's going to change the lives and quality of life of black and brown people, or else he can't get the vote. I will hold the vote hostage if I have to. Well, I, I respect that, but unfortunately, when you say things mm-hmm. like that, there's going to be some moron who's going to hear you and think you just told him to not vote in November. And so I, I think he, he's loser number one because that was just completely ridiculous. Yeah, completely responsible. And loser number two is Mario, who was just... I don't even know why he had to take the bait. He was asked about being the king of R&B. If we really talking about just straight, pure skill, we're not talking about relevance. We're not talking about who puts out a hundred songs a year. We're not. We're talking about, nigga, give me a mic, you get a mic. If we just talk about that, there's nobody fucking with me. I promise you. I just wish he didn't bother. Yeah, oh it's, it's so ridiculous. It's crazy how, like, all the people who have no claim to the title are the ones saying the most about it. And so, yeah. That's loser number two. And then um, loser number three are the contestants on Jeopardy this week because they just keep fucking up the easiest questions. Zulus for 2000. Take a look. Here as on each September 24th, Zulus celebrate a holiday that was named in honor of this warrior leader of the early 1800s. Sarah. Who is Shaka Khan? <laughs> no. Matt. Who is Shaka Zulu? Shaka Zulu. And then there was one about Janet Jackson. The 2018 Icon Award, she took control and took to the stage in her first live TV performance in nearly a decade. Alvin. Who is Ariana Grande? No. The one for Janet Jackson literally got video hints of Janet performing and still got it wrong. So those are my losers of the week. Okay, that's our show. Doreen, thank you so much for stopping by. I hope you come back. Actually, you should come back so we can talk about your book that should be hitting the shelves in a few months. Tell us a little bit about yes. it. Yes, thank you. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, I wrote a book and it should be coming out uh, in June or July. Uh, June actually is the tentative date, but because of coronavirus, coronavirus, <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> you know, we're kind of shifting stuff around. So yeah, it's a book of affirmations for extraordinary women. Um, it has stories of really amazing women uh, from all over the world, actually. And it also has daily affirmations uh, that will help you, especially in this period. You know, it's mind, body, spirit your friends, family, and it's just amazing, very uplifting. And I just, I just wanted to, to create content that would give women hope and feel, you know, help you feel good about yourself and allow you to feel free to be as authentic as you want. It's actually for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I think the book is great for everyone, yeah. but yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I mean, whether or not it was, it was for everyone, I was going to buy a copy anyways, just because. <laughs> 
appreciate it. The book is going to be available everywhere on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Like, yeah. So okay. can't wait. Can't wait. All right. So before we go, plug your social media real quick. Right. Um, so yeah, if you want to catch up with me and my great opinions, uh, follow me on at Doreen GLM and um, on Instagram at the girls like me. Great space. Join it. You would love it. Of course. Of course. Doreen. Thanks once again. Episode eight. Thank no you. hips is pod. See you next time. Bye. Bye.